all of the hard things that you're going through, if you can see all these hard things as growing opportunities, then it's just so motivating to keep going because yeah, that's the only way to grow. Welcome to East Idaho Entrepreneurs Podcast, inspiring stories from local people and businesses you likely already know and trust. Here is your host, third generation family business entrepreneur, Renee Oswald. Welcome to another episode of East Idaho Entrepreneurs Podcast. This is the show where we interview business owners, entrepreneurs, and influencers in East Idaho and learn the stories of their challenges and successes with their business dreams. Be sure to stick around after the interview for a business leadership moment that we've added to the end of the show. I am excited for today's interview because this couple has created the winter wonderland of our childhood dreams, and I'm so inter interested to hear about their journey and um, what services they have to offer um, here at LaBelle Lake. So welcome, Kira and Tyler Martin. Thank you. It's good to be here. Glad to have you both. Thanks. All right, so tell us a little bit. I know that LaBelle Lake isn't just the Ice Palace. It is also a beautiful resort. So tell us a little bit about LaBelle Lake and, and what services you guys offer. Yeah, so we just started this in the summer or spring of 2017. Um, pretty much we have this large house that my dad built and we've kind of been working on it for the whole period that we've had it. They bought the land in 1989, started building in 93. And my dad has just kept building. And as we're growing up, we would help landscape everything, kind of help build. And in 2017 or 2016, we decided that we had to do something. They actually had the house for sale. And we were all just like, man, that would be so sad to sell this home and sell, you know, just the property itself was just an awesome place so because you're right here on the snake river. yeah right yeah. along the snake river it's seven acres we've got the private lake and multiple like ponds and just it's a beautiful little corner um so my dad and i were talking and we're like you know what i i think we can do it i think we can just you know turn it into a resort and start marketing it and i originally was looking for someone else to do it because i really didn't know a lot about the being Wedding a resort world, resort <laughs> world um so i i started with like posting on facebook that we were lo we're looking for an event manager and i took a bunch of pictures of the place and from that post we ended up booking like three weddings oh great <laughs> so i immediately just jumped into that position because i was doing tours while we we're in the middle of remodeling and we we're just booking weddings for that summer and so from there we just yeah anyway i ended up taking the position as manager um and and here you are yeah it's been it's been a couple years of pure learning and yeah. hard work yeah so you if i'm understanding you right you really didn't see that that was necessarily going to be the vision you thought you'll watch somebody else do this and it'll be lovely and mm -hmm. here you are yeah, yeah exactly so you grew up in this home mm -hmm. and um so you guys hadn't intended when you when your dad was building this that it would ever be a lodge or that you would share it with? No, it was not the intention. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it was kind of a last minute. Well, we've been thinking about it for a long time, but when we actually decided to go for it, it was pretty scary. 
Mm-hmm. But, yeah. So what made you think about it? Because of the size of it? Um, it you felt yeah, like it was... Yeah, and like family. We have a lot of family in the area. And every time they'd come over, everyone would say, like, you guys have to do something with this. You need to turn it into something. And we would have family from California come, and they would do family reunions here. And then, and some of them were in that industry of, like, the vacation industry. And they're like, you guys need to do this and turn it into a retreat. It's a draw. And, yeah. yeah. And so after hearing that so many times, like, you know what? <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, why not? We can do yeah, it. Yeah. So do your parents still live here? No. Okay. Nope. Um, yeah, it's too hard. <laughs> yeah. Booking things. We're just kind of in a slower point right now. It's Right, because it's so, the winter. So they're staying here for a little bit until we have the next uh, booking. But. Uh-huh. Okay, got it. Yeah, that might be kind of hard. It's not necessarily a bed and breakfast. No, it is not. <laughs> it's a take when, care of yourself. Yeah. <laughs> when we rent it out, we rent out the entire resort. Okay. So it's definitely not a bed and breakfast. We don't rent it out by room. So it's usually large groups that we rent it out to. How many can you accommodate? Um, 20 is usually a good size. If they're all family and there's lots of kids, you can sleep a lot more if they're fine just like bringing sleeping bags and stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, usually around 18 to 20. Um, so talk to me a little bit about weddings. You have obviously had weddings here. When people book a wedding, do they also get the lodge as well? Yes. So it is completely, they get the whole resort. And it's that more of a resort destination feel when you come here for a wedding. Um, last year we did 50 weddings. So <laughs> it took off. Um, and yeah, when we rented out, we ended up buying a lot of wedding things so we can be more all-inclusive. So we include the tables, the chairs, the tablecloths, the speakers, the, um, let's see, microphone, and we've got, they get the entire lodge, there's a bridal suite, groom's area, and, and then we provide a venue representative all day to help out with whatever is needed, and we help out with... Uh, parking. So we'll have a parking attendant there as well. Okay. Well, that sounds fun. It's, it was obviously a need for us to have a wedding venue. That's what we heard. Yeah. <laughs> when we opened it up, everyone was like, man, this is so needed in this area. I'm like, oh, good. That's yeah. great. Especially for outdoor weddings. Then. Yes. Is that primarily you, you're not doing indoor we here? We do some indoor weddings. We've got um, like three indoor receptions coming up in March and April, but it's, they can't be as large. Yeah, so that's right. not as popular, but definitely outside is. Yeah, right. So parking and everything, you have plenty of space for mm-hmm. people to come in. Yep. Yeah, that's got great. two different parking areas, and that's why we provide a parking attendant so somebody can direct all the cars where to go. Uh, yes, now that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right, so that's pretty much your spring-summer gig, but mm-hmm. you also have a different winter gig that's going on here. Yes. So we, you know, we realized things slow down a lot in the winter, and we wanted to create this winter wonderland feel in the area, so we had, you know, talked about it for a long time. What, how, how would we do that? What would be the best way to bring people here in the winter? Um, so, uh, so Tyler was actually, my husband was talking to um, a doctor in Rexburg, and he had mentioned that he went. He went to his mission in was it Finland, Norway, yeah, somewhere, Norway. somewhere over there, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and where they build tons of different ice things, and they have ice castles and ice buildings and ice, just even like ice hotel rooms. And, and right, he was like, right. I want to bring this to the area. And Tyler was like, Well, we got a great location over here. Um, so anyway, he came by and talked to us and. 
and after the conversation, he ended up being like, you know what, guys, I'm really busy, <laughs> um, <laughs> but you roll with it. You go, you know, you do it. So, um, so my dad kind of came up with a completely unique system of building these ice structures. And 2000, uh, January of 2018, we opened our first year here in the front yard at LaBelle Lake with our ice structures and the, so we opened the LaBelle Lake Ice Palace. Yeah, it was right in here the in the front yard. Uh, like, do you actually do it in the water? No. Okay. Nope. It's in between the two ponds. I see. Um, so, but we were very limited on parking. You know, we only had about 40 or 50 parking spots for people and, and it was hard to advertise because we didn't have any pictures to advertise with because we were building yeah, it. Yeah, right. Um, anyway, so the first year we kind of almost broke even um, without paying like us. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, You're the last ones to yeah. get paid. Yes. <laughs> so um, anyway, so we were planning on doing it again in 2019 and in December of 2018. And that's been great. It's been a, we had pictures to market with and it's been an awesome experience. But it's not in the front yard anymore. No. Yeah. So now where is it? <laughs> so we border properties with Krupp Scout Hollow. And so that was awesome. We just met with the the leaders of the scout camp and you know we're like you guys really you know you use it in the winter could we rent it from you so we just offered them a rent and they were like that sounds great they're not going to make any income in the winter uh, anyway exactly. so, mm -hmm. yeah so it was good for them it was great for us they have triple the amount of parking that we do or more um so that was that was so nice and we we're able to just use their facility to really build the ice ice palace up large and just accommodate a lot of people and then we were also able to do a horse-drawn sleigh ride through the woods to LaBelle Lake so we're able to use the scout camp and LaBelle Lake and at LaBelle Lake we give free hot chocolate to everybody and there's sled hills and tubes so it's kind of a uh, you can spend a lot of time here. <laughs> And I heard that people do, and they're loving it, and it's so fun. So what is the price of admission to um, get into so the Ice Palace? $13 for an adult, $11 for students, $8 for kids. <clears throat> the best deal that we do is uh, like family packages, uh -huh. and it ends up being around $8 a person yeah. for a whole family to come. How long do you see your season being? We are going to be done the 16th. We're planning uh, February? February, yeah. Oh, that's coming up. So, yes. <laughs> We've been open for like over 50 days, mm -hmm. so we're... Right. And is that pretty good as far as it's, the season? Yeah, it's and been great. It's um, We are learning to delegate, and we haven't perfected that yet. So right now it's been so much here mm -hmm. a lot. Mm -hmm. And um, so we're, we're learning a lot how to do it better for next year. But, yeah, we're all getting pretty burned out with it. Mm -hmm. So I think that that's a occupational hazard of entrepreneurs. We yes. have to put in a lot, and not everybody understands that you're you might give your life away a little while, oh, yeah. and then hopefully it will turn around <laughs> yeah, for you. Yeah, yeah. Tyler's yeah. definitely seen that. I've <laughs> gone a little bit more than I should be, but... Yeah, that's good. My role in LaBelle Lake is almost purely supportive. I don't... <laughs> We've got I a couple other businesses, yeah. and that is what he focuses on yeah. a lot. So you're running the other businesses while she's running around here. Yeah, I mean, she also does a lot in the other businesses. So really, she's amazing and just kind of does everything. No, yeah. he but. has a lot too. <laughs> He's really it, nice. It takes support on both sides. And I think that's a huge key. Not everybody can work together as a couple and as a family. Um, coming from a family business, we've been really fortunate, but that doesn't always work out. Yeah, we're, we are we're starters. <laughs> we, we never, we didn't, you know, jump into any business necessarily. We've 
created everything that we have. And so we're hoping to get kind of that legacy that you have with your family business. So we're, we're hoping to start something like that yeah. so that our kids yeah. can work in our businesses and we can have something to pass down. So tell me what your other businesses are. Yes, so we own the Rock Gym Rexburg and Teton CrossFit. And is that also in Rexburg? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So uh, so Tyler is um, the Teton CrossFit guy. He uh, does all of that. I don't actually do much with that business. So, so as much as you say I do a lot, <laughs> he does a lot with that business. Um, and Tyler, can you can you lift the tractor tires? Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> I mean, not big ones, but, but yeah, I think the small okay, ones. Yeah, <laughs> Um, and then we have the Rock Gym Rexburg, and um, and we've we've had that one for over ten years now. So that one's really nice. We've got some great managers with it, and good employees. And so we just we oversee that and try to make sure that it is growing in the correct direction. And um, anyway, so so that was really your kind of first adventure into business before you got yeah. into this. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, we actually started that while we were dating. Yeah. So, <laughs> we weren't even married at that so, point. Yeah. Then we yeah. had to get married. <laughs> so, yeah. Because no. you can't break up that partnership. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Yeah. So we started that in Rexburg. Uh, yeah. Just uh, over 10 years ago. Yeah. And it's it's been good. And then a couple years after we started the Rock Wall, we opened a gymnastics business in Idaho Falls. <clears throat> it's called Fun on Wheels, and it was a gymnastics bus. So it sounds very interesting if you haven't heard of something like that before. But they, you can come to parties and yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And our big thing was we would drive it to daycares and do weekly gymnastics lessons yeah. for kids that normally wouldn't have the opportunity to do gymnastics. So it was for ages 2 to 8. Um, so we did that for five, yeah. six, years, six years, and we just sold the business last year. Last year. Okay. Yeah, because okay. I was too, I couldn't It was just a little too anymore. much. <laughs> yeah. Once the bell legs started taking off, I was like, okay, yeah. we can't do the bus anymore. So that was fun, be able to sell that and, you know, have it grow for so long and then be able to sell it. It was pretty And awesome. see somebody else enjoy it exactly. and be able to do more with it. Yeah, yeah and it's still going and yeah, they're yeah. still going around to daycares and it's, it's great. Yeah, they're doing so a good job. Really nice to see something you've built up. That's continue. so fun. Yeah, that is so fun. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to bring you back to the Ice Palace for just a moment. Um, it seems to me, not knowing, but that's a pretty grand adventure. Like, that's not just, hey, I'm going to throw a little party and have people come. Mm-hmm. You have to have quite an investment with that. So, oh, yeah. um, how, how are you able to take on, like, financially? These investments are your other businesses supporting those. Are you able to so do those independently? Labelle La Lake and our other businesses are pretty separate um, because I'm doing. We're doing this one with my parents. So okay, Lake, they're involved um, still mm-hmm. with this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Well, yeah. They are really the, your parents are. They're the owners. Oh yeah, they're You're, the owners of you it. Manage I'm, it I, yeah, yep. So I'm just. So it's their money that you, they mm-hmm. had to. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, their money for that one, and then our money for the but other one. But still, ones. yeah, that's still. I mean, a challenge. I'm sure that that was a little hefty um, upfront kind of thing living yeah. on some faith that oh yeah people would come totally yeah mm-hmm. it was a lot of money and paying employees and just you know because we have to build it up and just really hope that the weather stays cold and so how many employees does like during ice palace time how many employees are there um at one night there's like seven but we've got like 20 people that we rotate are involved in. yeah mm-hmm. yeah and then is that is there that much of a crew for labelle lake no, <laughs> really, you're kind Lake of it. is like me and my parents, uh-huh. and uh, we get we have interns occasionally, and yeah. what we're trying to do is just find some really good interns that 
want to stick around and stay with us mm -hmm. and and then we'll just add to our team um, but yeah we've kind of realized like we're kind of we can only grow as fast as we can handle so we need more people like we need to get more on our team so we can go faster <laughs> yeah more. right right yeah. and like you said you've invested in tables and those kind of things I imagine oh yeah it was a lot so if people want more of a decoration they would hire a separate decorator to come and if they help want yeah accent. we also have the big um, got a big 20 by 40 tent that mm -hmm. we include and those are I think they're normally like a thousand dollars to rent so it's nice yeah to, those are not cheap yeah have that included and we have all the lighting out there. Um, lighting is something that we really invested a lot in. Um, yeah, when we started, we didn't have a lot of lighting out there. So we now have two different gazebos that are lit up, a log shelter lit up, and we've got lamp posts and twinkling lights and just lots of lights out there. And if the listeners want to see it, I think you have a picture of that on your website, don't oh, yes. you? Oh, yes. Lots of gorgeous. pictures on the website. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. For sure. Well, we will make sure to put the website in the show notes on our on our website so that it will link to your guys's. And if anybody wants to see that, they can jump to it. Awesome. Um, so I... I understand that you've recently had some accusations regarding a patent infringement. So I don't know if you can talk about that. Yeah, or... yeah, um, yeah. The whole thing. And is, this was for the ice palace. For the ice palace. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the whole thing is very silly because in our heads it's so cut and dry, so simple that we're really not infringing, but they don't really care. <laughs> yeah, right. So in two thousand. 18 when we first opened we opened january 25th with the ice palace the that same day we received a cease and desist letter from ice castles in utah and anyway we're like oh no like we better shut down if we're you know if we're actually infringing on their system yeah, you don't want to be doing exactly that. but then we looked at their patent we're like, oh, this is obviously totally different. So anyway, we talked to the owner, we explained our system, we you know, went over the whole thing and he just refused to care or listen that we actually were using a different system. He told us if we want to stay in business, we well, we either need to pay them a percentage of our profits or shut down. And we're like, well, we're not actually infringing, so either of those is completely not wrong. Not an option. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and then after our, you know, 2018 season kind of dwindled, we never really finished it with him. We just kind of moved Went on. Away. Yeah, mm -hmm. moved on to our whole wedding season. And then we actually decided in November of 2018 that we were going to do it again for December. Like, it was a very, <laughs> we were so Why on not? the fence about it. Yeah, we were like, let's, you know, we didn't, we, anyway, we weren't sure if we wanted to do that. Yeah, but because you knew he was going to come out knew. of the, mm -hmm. yeah, um, but we, you know, we decided it's it's very wrong for him to do that, and it, we're not doing anything wrong. So we, you know, we should we should move forward and do it. it. So we opened back up, and you know, and then he, sure enough, he called us and said, "This is the last time you're going to hear from me. It's going to be my attorneys from here on out." And we're like, we're, "Okay, okay." <laughs> um, and it, so Labelle's patent attorney, he he's he's a he's kind of taking this pretty darn seriously mm -hmm. more he even said more seriously it's than got him other. fired up yeah because it's so cut and dry there is there's no question that the system is completely different uh labelle uses an ice log system to build a structure ice castles they they drip water until they make an icicle and then they take that icicle and they harvest it and they put it onto another icicle 
just totally different. Yeah, not even. Uh, not not even <laughs> not even remotely close. Apparently, there may be a patent on how to make ice. Yes, yeah. exactly. Oh, yeah. We're all infringing I on know, this. It's crazy. Now, I guess fortunately and unfortunately, though, Labelle now they submitted a patent and expedited it for their system because if you if they didn't, then there wouldn't be a lot of ground to to fight the lawsuit. Okay, makes sense. And so. I guess Labelle, you could say, is also patenting ICE, but it's different because it's an actual log system and it's a structure yeah. system. It's the way of forming ICE. It's the ice. way of forming ICE. And so, it yes, it like still has to freeze. It sounds like you really have a choice. Like, exactly. There was no the situation yeah. that you're in. Which kind is of kind of blessing, funny. Yeah, yeah, kind of a blessing in disguise um, because we never, ever would have even dreamed of getting a patent on right. it. Right. Who, who why, would have thought? Why, why yeah. did you do that? Yeah. When we first started, we didn't really care if anybody else used this. I don't know. Like yeah, It's right. just this fun thing. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and then when they, you know, all this came out and they're coming after us, like, okay, well, you know, our lawyer really pushed us. He's like, you guys need to get a patent. Um, and he's a patent attorney. That's what he does. So mm -hmm. like, okay, like, let's get a patent. So how did you, you know, just in case this were, were to happen to any of us in business, that mm -hmm. obviously... Do you just Google, you know, like attorneys? Like, well, how do yeah. you find somebody I mean, to help I, you with this? I just started <clears throat> calling patent attorneys. Okay. And and they would and said, you know, here's the story. Yeah, yeah. So we would actually be on the phone for an hour. Or so I talked to like ten different patent attorneys and talked to them each for almost an hour, and um, they all were like, "Wow, yeah, this is this is wrong. What they're doing to you? They're trying to bully you out of business." Mm -hmm. Um, we ended up working with somebody out of Salt Lake. Everybody had said he's like the best of the best and yeah. he really knows his stuff. Good. So, um, and he has been amazing. Like, like you just, said, he's taking this seriously because he he's probably yeah. got a little burr about it too. And, and, well, and he, um, he actually kind of went above and beyond. He found a lot of shady things that Ice Castles did when they applied for their patent. Um, he said that they, they lied on their patent and said that they didn't, release it to the public until a later date. Once you once you apply for a patent, or once you start your system, you have one year till you release it. But after you release it to the public, you have one year to get a patent on it. They didn't do that. Hmm. They had released it to the public way before that. I see. Um, and anyway, he has a lot of proof against that. So he's like, really, if they... You know, we have a fight, we, let's go forward. Yeah, he's mm -hmm. like, we can really invalidate their patent. And we told them that. We're like, guys, we don't want to... We don't want to pick this do fight. Yeah, we don't. This isn't, yeah. so, so he sent them all the you know stuff saying, you know, we can invalidate your patent. We have all this proof. And they're like, we don't care. We're going to keep... We don't believe you. I don't know. So it's huh. tough because interestingly, by them picking this fight, they're allowing anybody... I mean, once this to is get over, because LaBelle's stuff. most definitely going to win it, even though they didn't want to be in the fight, it's going to allow anybody to just go and open up an ice palace, ice structure mm -hmm. anywhere near where they do it. So Now, um, so that was my next question. Interesting that they brought this up because they really have no location that's even close to East Idaho. No, but they do have them all over. I mean, they've got six. It's locations. a national yeah. kind of thing. Okay. Well, it's international. Yeah, they've oh, got really? Canada and oh, where do they do it? New Zealand. I see. I they see. Have it in New Zealand too. So, so they were protecting <clears throat> their interest all over the world. Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, they told us they would never come to East Idaho because we don't have the population base. Um, so it's not. Like and you're like, hey, we'll do it. Yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly. We like this population. <laughs> yeah, we like this area. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it's very 
Very strange. Yeah. Well, we wish you the very best in fighting that fight. What does it look like? The timeline would be that you, is it going to hold you up from being able to do this next year? No, they shouldn't ever be able to hold us up from anything because we really aren't doing anything wrong. Good. Um, The only way we'd be, we'd stop is if they actually did break us in court. Like they'd say that Mm -hmm. their whole thing is he said they have $500,000 sitting in an account just to sue smaller businesses that try are trying to do the same thing or it, but I mean, we're doing it differently it's the bullying thing yeah it is yeah. and they, they've got more money they're bigger exactly we're and crush so they, they, that's what they think they're like you know i think they're going to try to drag it out as long as possible sure sure David had a lot better strategy than Goliath, though. So <laughs> yeah. it's all good. So yeah, I think I think you guys have an army behind you, and I, yeah, I wish been, you all the best. It's been awesome to see the support from the community. Everybody's really um, just been so supportive and kind, and and just the support of the community of coming out to the Ice Palace and and supporting it that way. We've really been you know talking to a lot of people when they're coming and they've been leaving us positive reviews and saying they'll come back next year and this is gonna be their new family tradition. And I think you've become so. a little gem over here. It's kind of <laughs> like Bear World and you know some of those little things that yeah. we have, like yeah. it's just fantastic. It, a place for our families to be able to come. Mm-hmm. We don't have enough of that. So <laughs> it's, it, I, you know, I you do have a lot of people cheering you on. So thank you. good luck with that. And thank you for sharing that. I know oh, that yeah. that's kind of <laughs> probably been a challenge for your family and dealing with all of this. Um, Okay, so with that, and maybe that is the answer, as you have been looking at LaBelle Lake, um, at the Ice Palace, even maybe in your own businesses, what has been, you know, the one of your biggest challenges? Obviously, this um, lawsuit, this pending, you know, allegation yeah. of that patent, but have there been other things that have made you doubt, like, why are we doing this? Um, I think a lot of people don't understand business. So when you try to grow or you try to do things, there's always going to be pushback from people disagreeing or, I don't know, all the reasons why you shouldn't do what you're doing. But we've kind of, I've kind of learned that you really can't grow. You can't do anything big without some people giving Pushing you crap back. for it. <laughs> um, and why is that? Because you don't, for some reason, you're too young or you don't deserve, like, what is it? Um, I just think people like to complain. Yeah. 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 That's social media. <laughs> yeah. Or they just don't, they just don't understand what it all, they maybe would assume like, oh, well, you guys just, it, everything comes you so easy everything. for you. Mm-hmm. But they don't understand how much work it takes. And, you know, just to start something and really make it grow, you have to put everything into it. Um, and people will, you know, think you should be doing things differently or... Everybody has an opinion. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I mean, that's been a big thing with this lawsuit, too, where we've received so much exposure. You cannot get the negative comments to get you down. I mean, it's been like 95... How do you put those blinders on? You just don't look? Oh Well, I, you know, I mean, the, the beginning, I really I struggled. I was like, I'm not going to look at my phone. I'm just done. I'm not going to do anything. <laughs> um, but that lasted for like a day. And then I was like, you know what? It's... It's great. I we have so much support, and everything is. I don't know. It's good. You just. I, I don't know how you put those blinders on. Um, I think you just have to look at the big picture. Yeah. Well, and I think I may have had another interview where somebody said you have to remember your why, mm-hmm. and not get bogged down. I mean, if you don't really understand what your why is, all of this noise can get you distracted. Mm-hmm. And so, really being focused on you know, the idea of building something for your children, building something for the community, having that focus 
Um, it is a service. It, it's interesting, Kira, that you said that about people don't understand. And that is the exact reason why I'm doing this podcast. <laughs> because um, we are so fortunate to have neighbors and ourselves that own a business. And in the past, we have been perceived as having everything and, you know, stuff comes easy. We've all worked our butts off. Oh, yeah. oh, <laughs> so yeah. I, I think it's good for us to share stories and hear um, yeah. as fellow business people, but also those of, who are just interested in our business to hear that it doesn't come easy. And, yeah. and every day there might be a real hard thing that we just have to plow through or you, you know, or you give up yeah. and fail. That's the only, th- I think that's the quote that is like, you only fail if you quit. Yeah. Fail forward. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I love that. Um, um, and I appreciate that perspective from you. So tell me, and maybe you already have kind of said this, but what's the best advice? I've heard that you've maybe not gotten good advice, but what's the best advice that you've received? And what advice would you give others considering self-employment? You have a few experiences with self-employment. So yeah. what would you tell others? When we're going through this whole lawsuit thing, um, he stopped and so Niall Fulmer, he's yeah the owner of Rocky Mountain Chocolate Factory, and he was at the Ice Palace, and he stopped me and talked to me about it for a little while and about the struggle. Um, it's like the, the more people that... It was very, oh my goodness, I'm sorry, I can't think of what it is. Um, the, you can give me the gist, but basically that the more uh, people that push against you, the more successful you are or something. Yeah, but then he went in more to the, um, he didn't use the word trial, he used a different word, but he said the trial is the blessing. Yeah. Um, where Obstacle? The, oh, I don't know, it's similar. <laughs> the, um, just the whole process of the journey the journey yeah the journey and the the last time I couldn't think of it I asked Luke our six-year-old he knew with me he's like where's Luke when we need him right like mom it was this (laughs) um but anyway it's pretty much the trial is the blessing like all of the hard things that you're going through that's like how else are you going to grow Mm -hmm. if you can see all these hard things as growing opportunities then it's just so motivating to keep going because um, yeah, that's the only way to grow. You know, if you, you if everything's easy, you're, we don't you're just going to float. Mm-hmm. It's not going to get any, any better. So um, that just really hit me. I'm like, you know, that's going to be one of my mottos this year is, you know, mm-hmm. as we go through all these trials and all these hard things, just see that as the blessing. And that's what you know, you're, you're giving, you're given these for a reason. Even this whole lawsuit is hard and crappy as it is, I think we're going to look back in 10 years and be like, wow. I'm so glad that happened. I'm really glad that happened to us. It it might be that you had to have a patent on your stuff and here you are getting Mm -hmm. that because of this. Yeah, it's actually, it's been funny because it's pushed us to want to grow too and expand. Dang, he's done the exact opposite (laughs) than what he (laughs) I know. Yeah. So, Boy, I, again, I love that perspective because how often when we're in the heat of it, it just feels like, oh, but Mm -hmm. so you can absolutely look back every time and go, uh, this is what I learned from that thing. I, I want it. I'm glad that it did. Mm-hmm. It was awful, but yeah. here we are. Yeah. Um, okay, great advice. Well, I think we can all kind of relate to that, especially in business. Um, okay, I, I try to ask because I think that this is kind of fascinating, and especially for you too, as you have been so motivated and, and entrepreneurs. Do you have any books um, that immediately come to mind that you would attribute to achieving success in your personal and professional life that we could share with the listeners? 
I've yeah. got one, There's, but I'm sure you've got like... Is it the same, Success Principles? That's one. It's not the one I was thinking of. So by Jack Canfield. That was really one of the first that, uh-huh. that kind of got me into it. And I think I listened to that like three or four times. Yeah. Those are the best, yes. Yeah. Um, the one I was thinking of was How to Win Friends and Influence People yeah. by Dale Carnegie. Mm-hmm. Classic. Oh, yeah. And if you can know how to deal with people in the right way... It's so helpful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that book is... Yeah, been, you're really good at that. It's been so awesome <laughs> for me. So anyway, that's a good book. Um, there's another one that's kind of along that line that for me was called... <clears throat> it's called The Anatomy of Peace by the Arbinger Institute. Yeah. And it's kind of that looking at people and... We're all just here trying to do our best. I mean, most people don't wake up in the morning and go, I'm going to be the biggest jerk today. Uh Whatever's happened in our lives has created this environment, and we just can only take care of ourselves. Exactly. So. The, that institute also did uh, Leadership and Self-Deception. Yes, and that's a classic. Love that one. So many good ones. Yes, I know. I I could just go through my Audible here. and (laughs) (laughs) We'd be here a while. We could compare. That's what we'll do after the show. Perfect. Compare Audibles. Yes. But I think that's important. I mean, a lot of people will say that, I I mean, I don't think you need a huge college degree or anything to do business. Education is extremely important. There's many ways to get education. Specialized education is where it's at. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, it doesn't stop. So uh, every single day, and it's that compound effect. Darren Hardy is famous for, he wrote a book on the compound effect. And Mm -hmm. it's doing those consistent things day after day that compound. And learning is definitely one of those. So yeah, great advice. And I'm trying to live it myself, and <laughs> not rock out to the 80s music all yeah. the time. Well, it can be tough sometimes. And, and every once in a while, it is it is good to throw on a radio station. And yeah. then you're not you know, thinking too much. Give your mind some time to rest. It's kind of like a muscle. It's true. Yeah, if you think of your mind as a muscle, you've, you've got to work it and then let it rest. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's kind of, for me, when good inspiration comes, when I yeah. give it a little break and then yeah. come back to it. Exactly. All right. So tell me, guys, what is the vision for the future? I, I mean, you have kind of fell upon, not fallen upon. I mean, I know that this is planned, but it's mm-hmm. kind of just growing momentum. Oh, What's exactly. the vision? Um, I would love for us to well, be busy all year round. Um, it will continue to do weddings in the summer, but I really want to get into business retreats and putting on our own retreats. I want to put on an Idaho adventure retreat where we bring people in from all over the world to come experience Idaho and we'll take them to all of the amazing places in this area. And then in the winter time, I want to have this huge winter wonderland here where we've got the ice palace and maybe we do, um, I don't know, like little dog sled things and we have ice sculptures that people, like contests and different things. And then the lodge, hopefully it'll be booked out through with people all winter long. And every time we book out the lodge, they get free ice palace tickets, however many people stay in the lodge. So that, it's just a fun destination place. So my vision is to have it you know, booked all year round and just, just sharing this yeah, with just everyone. Sharing and, mm-hmm. you know, really, um, our motto here at LaBelle Lake is if you can dream it, you can do it. Um, that was on, there was a poster on my parents' door growing up that said that. So every time I was in their room, I just kind of look at the door and if you can dream it, you can do it. And that was, um, that really stuck with me. And so that's kind of turned into the motto of LaBelle Lake. Um, you can, you know, yeah, if you can dream it, there's really no stopping you except for your own 
your own limiting beliefs or... Well, and that's your dad in a nutshell. He'll think of something and then just build it. Build it. So <laughs> it's pretty, pretty incredible. It's pretty handy that way. So, I mean, we've got secret passageways in here in the, in LaBelle Lake and there's, I mean, he just built a cool treehouse gazebo last fall and just, he'll think of things and just bust it out <laughs> yeah that's, that's so work. fun and and a, probably a fun outlet for him yeah I mean it's it he um at the beginning I think it's fun and then he just he doesn't stop till it's done and by the end <laughs> he's, he's kind of driven oh yeah which would be why this has been built the way exactly. that it is exactly yeah. and with the ice palace I mean he's pushed himself way too hard multiple nights and that's something I'm like okay I gotta really make sure that doesn't happen anymore get him more help and yeah. my brothers are very involved and um they're going to be more involved with Ice Palace as time goes on. So how many are in your family? There's six kids in my family. Okay. Yeah, so there's a few hands. Yeah, which is also nice. We kind of fill in where needed. My, Both of my sisters will help with weddings, and, um, and my brothers will help with landscaping things, yard work, Ice Palace. Like It's a full-out family business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, well, that's great because that's kind of... It's an opportunity to bring your family together, and it yeah. sounds like you guys can work well together. Yeah, it's been really fun. <laughs> awesome. All right, do you? Is there anything else you'd like to tell us? Um, how do we contact you? How would we find you if we needed to book? Uh, what's the best way to do that? Um, yeah. So my phone number is on the website, and you can also email us. The website is labellelake.com, and yeah, from there you can either email us or give me a call if you want more details on it. Um, yeah. And are your wedding prices posted on the website or they need to call you? They're not. They need okay. to call me. Um, okay. we've been adding a lot more that we include. So, and since we're so new, things change, change. quite often. Sure. So we sure. haven't posted them yet. But, right. Um, but yeah. And then we've also, I mean, the, so as far as the rock gym and Teton CrossFit go, we're actually in a large, uh, growth state with those we are planning on building a new building this year. Oh, great. Um, so that will be really fun. It'll Is be, it going to be in your present location? It'll be in Rexburg, um, close to where we're at. We're inside of Madison Gymnastics Center right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. It'll be right next to there, so okay. just off of Airport Road. Yeah, right. So it'll be an 8,000-square-foot facility with Teton CrossFit and the Rock Gym Rexburg. Great. Um, it'll be 40 feet tall, so that'll be really cool. Lots <laughs> of rock climbing space. Yes. Uh, so that's been a big focus aside from LaBelle Lake uh-huh. for us is uh, just to make sure those businesses are When does construction ready. start on that? Next month. Okay. Starts in March. They're, they break ground in March and start building in April. They told us it should be done by September, but we'll see how quick it actually actually happens. I, I, yeah, we've never built our own building yet. We've just been renting, so it'll be yeah. It'll be really fun to have our own space. Well, that's exciting for Rexburg, too. I think that's yeah. probably a great service people really would enjoy. Yeah, it'll be really fun. And I, it'll be great for families. We're going to have a lot of kids rock climbing classes and a good outlet for students. Um, so, yeah, it'll be a full-out facility where they can come and, and hang out and they can work out at CrossFit. They can rock climb. We'll have dual memberships for both, or they can just have membership to one of them. And Fun. Anyway, so, yeah. yeah, that's been a big thing. <laughs> um, so do you have a website for Yeah, okay. yeah. So the Rock Gym is just the rockgymrexburg.com and tetoncrossfit.com. Okay. And we'll also put those on the website so that those would link. Cool. Awesome. Thank you. All right, guys. Well, it has been so fun to be able to talk with you. I've had a great time today learning about your businesses and especially your story. 
I'm very intrigued to see what your guys' outcome is, and I'm sure you'll share that with uh, your followers on yeah. Facebook. And um, thank you for your vision for LaBelle Lake and for the Ice Palace and providing us a beautiful venue for gatherings and all of your hard work. And uh, especially thank you to your family for sharing your family <laughs> home. That's pretty cool. So fun. we look forward to seeing what you guys are going to continue to do. Um, thanks to all of you for joining us today. As a reminder, our show is sponsored by Oswald Service and Repair with locations in Idaho Falls and Rexburg. So please visit us when you need quality automotive repair provided with integrity and honesty. Our family is honored to take care of your family and stay tuned for uh, the weekly leadership moment. And we'll see you next time. It's now time for a business leadership moment on East Idaho Entrepreneurs Podcast. Thank you for joining today's business leadership moment. The content that we're sharing today was first presented at RiseCon, an East Idaho business conference. If you'd like to know more about RiseCon or their monthly event, RiseX, please see their website at www.risecon.com for more information. And be sure that you spell Rise with a Z so you're getting the right site. So McKay Christensen, who is the president of Malaluka, presented at RiseCon, and part of his talk was about self-doubt. And so I, I'm going to share that little piece with you that he talked about self-doubt. And I know that this isn't just for business leaders. Self-doubt afflicts all of us. So I hope that you can feel some inspiration by the message that McKay has for us. Thanks so much, and take it away, McKay. In 1889, Vincent van Gogh wrote a letter to his brother. In his letter, he said, I doubt I will ever amount to much of anything. I am absolutely sure of it. For years, the wrong voices in van Gogh's head took over. He was kicked out of the Antwerp Art Academy, never really could find his purpose, his success eluded him. And despite painting over 900 works of art during his lifetime, while he was alive, he only sold one. This one, the vineyard at Arles. How could you ever paint anything so vivid, with such bold strokes, and ever doubt your ability? You ever done that? Ever doubted yourself, your ability, got in the thick of it, caught up listening to the doubts and fears and all of a sudden wondered whether you could or whether you couldn't. It happens to us all. Despite all of his work during his lifetime, today his paintings sell at record prices. This one, Dr. Gachet, sold for $105 million. This one, Starry Night, which you've seen before, hangs on the wall of the Museum of Modern Art in New York City. Estimated value, $300 million. The funny thing is, is he painted this very painting two months after he wrote that note to his brother while he was staying at the asylum at St. Remy, still doubting his ability. And totally created 2,100 works of art during his lifetime. The current value today, over $3 billion. Sometimes we listen to the wrong voice telling us that we can't, while all the time within us is this great capability to do incredible things, things of great worth. But we give ear to the wrong voice. Have you ever done that? I know I have. 
Sometimes we get in the thick of things or doing the wrong things or doing the wrong things halfway. And we don't quite achieve what we thought we would have achieved. And as a result, we begin to doubt. Here at this conference, you've had an opportunity to ponder on, think on, and hear about how to become more, live higher, elevate your business. Sometimes we don't hear things as clearly as we can. And I have no doubt over the course of the last two days, you've had inspired thoughts that have come to mind about what you could do or what your business could do. And sometimes we let the doubts immediately dismiss the possibilities that we might consider. So that there is no lack of clarity about what the message is that I want to deliver, let me deliver this as clearly as I possibly can. You are extraordinary. And every day, in every city, and on every team in which you do business, Ordinary people do extraordinary things. And you were not put here on this earth by your Creator in the situation that you're in to just get by. You have the DNA to be fabulous. The DNA to make a remarkable life. And you may have done extraordinary things thus far in your life, and many of you have, but they are nothing compared to what you can do in the future. And you were not put here, I believe this deep in my heart, to do ordinary things, to paint ordinary works, but to create masterpieces of great worth. And I believe, given the circumstances that you have been given in your life for a purpose, and the choices that you have been given, because if you choose well, you can make your life, your business, and those around you remarkable. And I believe that with every fiber that I have. Jimmy Valvano, the great NC State basketball coach, said, God must have loved ordinary people because he made so many of us. But every day, in every walk of life, ordinary people do extraordinary things. So my first point here today is, as you walk away and think about how to become more, listen to that true voice speaking inside of you. Just like Van Gogh, that says, no, you are an artist of great worth. And your work, no matter how menial, how insignificant it seems on a day-to-day basis, is creating great things. Your business, developing great people. Listen to that voice, because there is one true fact, and it is this. It is our decisions, not our circumstances, that determine our destiny. It always has been, and it always will be. You know, we often miss the very, very best opportunities that are all all around us because we just don't see them. My youngest daughter, sophomore in college, she is a brilliant, bright, capable woman. I look at her and I think, there is nothing in this world that you can't do. You have the whole world in your hand. And yet I hear her say, I can't do that well. That's not my talent. I'm not as good as other people at that. You know, as the story goes, she just can't see what she has. As the story goes, two fish were swimming along one day, young fish, and they passed by an older fish swimming in the opposite direction. As the older fish swam by, he said, Good morning, boys. How's the water? The two fish swam on a little bit longer, and one said to the other, What the heck is water? The truth is, the most important realities 
are right in front of us and we often can't see, can't see them. For example, you've been here two days swimming in the rich discussion and culture and networking with amazing people around you. And when will you finally see that you have within you, within your grasp, the opportunity and possibility to do great things? We often miss it because it's right in front of our face. Thank you for listening to East Idaho Entrepreneur's Podcast. Proudly brought to you by Oswald Service and Repair. For all your car care needs in eastern Idaho, let our family take care of yours. www.oswaldserviceinc.com